On this episode of Prodigy Simply Fit Podcast, I sit down with Sandy, a longtime member here at Prodigy, and we talk about her why, what keeps her motivated, and she gives a few tips to help you get started on your fitness journey. So sit back and enjoy this episode of Prodigy's Simply Fit. You are listening to Prodigy's Simply Fit Podcast, a podcast created for those who are not interested in working out to be better at working out. Instead, they simply want to get fit so they can do the things that they love to do. My name is Andrew Hamill, and I'm the founder and CEO of Prodigy Fitness in Pleasanton, California, where we simplify fitness for busy adults looking to invest in their health, crush their fitness goals, and live their best life. So join me weekly as I tackle all things fitness to give you the tools you need to be simply fit. All right. Welcome, everybody, to this episode of Prodigy Simply Fit Podcast. I am your host, Andrew Hamill, and I am joined today by Sandy. She's one of our kick-ass members here at Prodigy. Um, Sandy's been a member with us for a little over a year, but I've actually known Sandy for, for quite some time. Sandy and I go way back in the, uh, the fitness industry. She, uh, used to, uh, be a member of a gym that I used to be a part of. So Sandy and I know each other for a long time. Um, but no, I wanted to bring Sandy on. Uh, Sandy's one of our most consistent members. She, she joins, uh, virtually now, uh, she's, she's joining from our home, but she joins us, uh, at least six days a week, um, as well as, a ton of other things involved with dance and things like that. So I wanted to bring her on to talk about kind of her goals and her visions. Um, But then most importantly, like what helps keep her so consistent with her fitness journey. And she can give a few tips and tricks that she has um, with that. So uh, thank you so much for joining me today, Sandy. Um, If you don't mind, could you share just a little bit about kind of your fitness journey, how it started and, and kind of like what initially got you going into wanting to get fit? Sure, good morning. Well, my journey has been long. I'm, I'm a little older now, but um, I was thinking about this uh, and realizing that my journey started uh, pretty much in college. I would say that um, prior to that, uh, as, da- as Andrew mentioned, I am very involved in dance and I got involved in modern dance in high school. It was offered as an option or an alternative to general PE and I was not interested in general PE. So I thought, well, I don't know what this modern dance is, but I have taken other dance classes at studios, so let's try it. And it ended up becoming my favorite thing in life. Um, so I took dance as my fitness in high school and on into college, but I realized early on that dance alone, dance classes alone were not keeping me fit. And so I needed something else. And in college, I, you know, I put on the freshman uh, 10, 15, 20, <laughs> and um, have struggled ever since to get it off. And um, I used to be able to eat whatever I wanted because my activities were enough, um, you know, with the metabolism at a younger age to, to let me to do that. And I learned pretty early on in adulthood that that was not the case. So I started in college just trying running and didn't really care for that. Um, you know, I still try that every once in a while just to, cause I know it's a good, it's a good exercise, but <laughs> it just, I never got that runner's uh, high that people yeah. say, and I, and I just never found that love for running. I like the short distance running that, you know, that is involved in, in the gym workouts. You know, I, I, I am fine with the short sprints and that kind of thing. And I actually kind of enjoy those, especially if they're, you know, challenges and things, but but running for you know several miles at a time is not my thing. So um, 
let's see, the next thing that happened after college is started working and um, it was at the time of the step aerobics and jazzercise. Mm -hmm. And so met some people at work. I work at Kaiser Permanente and, and did at the time as well. Um, and they, uh, there were several of us that wanted to work out together. So we all joined, I think it, it might've even been 24 hour, I think back at the time, 24 hour fitness it was called yeah. <laughs> and um, took step aerobics and did that several times a week. Um, it wasn't every day. And I realized, you know, over time that I needed more than just two, three times a week to be able to keep up with what I wanted to eat. And, you know, the younger, younger years was a little bit more uh, active on the social cocktail scene as well. Yeah. <laughs> so, so that was all involved, although we did go out dancing. So that was part of the fitness thing too. So that, that um, I kept, I kept up with the gym membership ever since, you know, right out of college. And so that was kind of the beginning of the fitness journey. Then, you know, cut forward, um, you know, at least 10, 15 years, still going to the, to the gym, just a, a traditional gym, like a YMCA or a 24 hour and doing my own thing. And um, I got even away from the fitness classes at that point and did my own jump on the treadmill, jump on the elliptical, you know, elliptical came in around then. And, and um and as Andrew knows, and many of the others know, I love to read. And those two pieces of equipment allowed me to read while I work while I worked out. So, so that kind of kept me um, happy in in, in uh, two ways, you know, killing two birds with one stone. Right. So I was able to read and do that. And then over time, I realized, you know, this is not enough. Just to, um, you know, people would say, well, how can you do that? How can you read? You know, you must not be working out very hard. And and it probably was somewhat true, even though I, I, I did push myself, you know, with the speed and that kind of thing, and the resistance. Um, so what happened next, um, as Andrew knows, is that um, I've been in the computer systems consulting world for a long time. And around about uh, the change in my fitness journey was uh, that the gentleman that I worked for as a consultant, this was after I left Kaiser, um, worked for him for many years and he got tired of the consulting world and the, and sitting doing, you know, projects for companies and said, Hey, I'm gonna, I'm gonna buy a franchise and it's a sports performance training mm -hmm. um, business. And I want you to do it with me. I want you to help me run it. And I was like, oh, I don't know, you know, this is your dream, not mine. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and it was all focused around sports and athletes. And I never considered myself one of those. And, um, you know, I was a dancer and, and not, I don't follow sports. I mean, occasionally I'll watch golf or something, but I don't follow football. And these were all going to be, you know, jockheads or whatever they do. Mm -hmm. Right. <laughs> so, but he sent me to a, um, I think it was a two-week franchisee training. He sent me ahead of him going. I mean, he went for business reasons, but then not for the training. So I attend this training and I get so excited about just the energy behind this business and the excitement of being involved in a startup. And, and so I said, okay, let's do this. So because I became, um, you know, a, a, an employee of a fitness uh, and it was a, so it was uh, the goals are around speed, power, and agility, and it was for athletes. So the target market was from eight, eight and up, and a lot of focus on uh, professional athletes and, and mm -hmm. helping uh, student athletes become faster and more agile and, and do well in any sport. And then kind of, unfortunately, as Andrew knows, um, 
the adult piece of the business, adult fitness piece of the business wasn't really their focus. Right. However, they did decide to add that piece on, which I think ended up becoming a, a very positive thing. We offered it from the get-go, uh, the, the site that I was running. And um, I felt that because uh, I was uh, an employee that I needed to represent the business and I right. needed to be fit. And I needed to show that I also uh, participated in the services that we offered. So I attended um, like, like I am now at least six days a week. So one, uh, at least one workout a day. Sometimes I would do a couple, <laughs> I do one in the morning and the one in the yeah. evening, but that, you can't do that forever. Um, and these workouts are very much like what Prodigy does, which is, you know, there's, there's a turf, so you've got room to do some, some agility movements side to side, lots of things that are important for adults to be functionally fit. Right. Um, plus there was the Olympic lifting component, which was, which was, um, I didn't think I would like, I did not think I would like that. You know, I, there was a different mentality in my growing up with what, it, you know, the people that lifted weights. Because yeah. back then it was more about bodybuilding for uh, show, mm -hmm. right? Um, and you know, for to be able to say how much you could lift and that kind of thing, competition. Um, and yet, once um, I started learning how to do the Olympic lifts and, and the various other um, other lifts, I um, I enjoyed it, and I was complimented on my form and I believe that came from all the years of dance because when yeah. you're dancing and you're uh, rehearsing to perform you do need to pay attention to the detail how how does something look and right. so it seemed to come natural to me to watch and 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 replicate what I was seeing in the form so okay so we're almost to prodigy <laughs> so <laughs> then so then um that was so that was called velocity sports performance that business and um, after five years of really trying to uh, make this business successful, there was a lot of reasons why it just didn't make it. It was right after the dot-com um, bust. Um, and um, there are a lot of, it was kind of right in the middle of that actually. There were also a lot of um, student athletes whose, um, first of all, we had to educate them what this business was and why they needed it, why, why we thought it was important. Um, and most of the parents put their kids in sports all year round, whether it was right. the same sport year round, they would do their school season, then the competitive season, there wasn't time yeah. and they didn't know to prioritize it. And they didn't know as much as we would try to educate them that being in one sport year round was not the thing. So anyway, the business didn't make it. Um, however, there was another uh, location that was still running and that was in Dublin. Yep. And at that time, after we closed the San Carlos uh, location, I went back to work for Kaiser um, and um, was based in Pleasanton. So it was convenient for me to go check out the Dublin location. And I'm kind of, um, um, I, I think Andrew might have been the, the coach that, that coached my first class. And I did not divulge that I was a velocity employee. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I took my tour and took my, my trial class. And um, knew that I was going to join, but I, you know, ended up on a business trip for a couple of weeks. So I came back after my business trip and joined and um, have uh, and stayed a member there for almost 10 years. Um, and that's where I met Andrew. He was um, the head coach at the Dublin location. And um, so it was a natural for me to continue to want to work on um, the, the 
cross-training type classes. Yeah. Um, so it was no longer okay for me to just be on a treadmill or just mm -hmm. be on an elliptical. I needed the mix of all of the, the movements and the weightlifting and the resistance training and that kind of thing. So um, after uh, a number of years at that location, of course, they stopped becoming, uh, they would stop being a velocity and became uh, a private business. And then they ultimately turned into a CrossFit gym, which really kind of turned me off, but I stayed for a while um, because I felt like CrossFit was back to the competition mentality. And, and I'm getting older at this point. And a lot of the workouts were just making me sore and people would brag about being sore all the time and as if that was a good thing. So um, after uh, some changes were about to happen that I didn't, um, that I w did not like that were gonna be happening at that gym, it was finally time to decide to look for something else. And I had kept um, kind of tabs without Andrew knowing, like we always knew where he was <laughs> and that he had a gym. So, um, so a, a woman that I had met, Laura, um, uh, had met at the Dublin gym. She and I decided to, to try out um, Andrew's gym, um, Prodigy Fitness, and um, the rest is history. So it's been, like he said, a little over a year, um, probably a year and a quarter or so that, um, that I've been going to Prodigy. And I'm super happy. Uh, the, the environment um, is great. The people are great. Um, I love the heart that it's very evident that Andrew puts his heart and soul into this business and it's evident in everything that he does. And it's not just a workout. It's really, I mean, they talks about the prodigy family and it really does feel like, feel like family because there's way more to it than just working out. So. Oh, well, I appreciate that. Yeah. Um, so talk to me a little bit about kind of, you know, well, one thing I wanted to bring up you had said, and I think it, it, it's a point is that, you know, I think in fitness, right, it's so, um, you know, kind of like opposite end of the spectrum, right? Like, at least I know I hear it all the time. It's like, you have to do this or you have to do that, right? And I think that one thing that you said, and I think we're are kind of leaning towards is that, you know, all of these different activities can be be very complementary to each other, right? And so it's, yeah. it's very much the idea that I don't, you know, um, that dance can be very much a part of my fitness journey, as well as strength training or, you know, whether you like it or not going for a run and, and things yeah. like that, like it can be very complimentary and you don't have to, um, you know, live in on one end of the spectrum and never, you know, kind of approach the other end of the spectrum, which I think is um, one thing that people kind of struggle with is that, you know, um, you know, I can only go run or I should only lift weights. And it's like, no, you could, you could do both. You can do all of them. They all have benefits right. and they all have, you know, things that, that really help. Um, so what, what do you think has kind of over the years, other than, you know, kind of, you know, you kind of touched on a little bit about, you know, being involved in the fitness industry a little bit in terms of, you know, the business side of things, um, you know, what have you, like, what has kept you motivated, right, to continue to, you know, for example, with us, like, show up every day, you know, virtually, like, what has kept you motivated? That, that one, it, it's kind of a, a little bit of a funny answer. Um, I grew up Catholic and went to Catholic school for most of my childhood. Um, and there's there's this thing called Catholic guilt that is kind of, <laughs> it's kind of um, you know, pushed into you. And as, as much as I have tried to remove it. <laughs> I don't I don't even um, I, do, I don't even practice that that religion at all. Um, it's still there. Um, okay. and, and yet I feel like I use it for good now. 
Yeah. Um, I try to, I try to convert that to, um, I actually, I feel like there's the, in the beginning, it was the guilt. It's like, you got to do this. You know, your body needs this, um, your health and fitness need this, but I like it. <laughs> so, so that's, I think that's, that's important. It's important to find something that you want to go do. It's not like yeah. I have to work out. There's a very, very few days when I feel like, oh, I'm not really feeling this today, but it doesn't take more than a few minutes before that's gone. And I would say that is, that is minimal. So it's very important that you find something that um, you're going to want to do. And yeah. if, if you're dreading it every, every day, then that's not your thing. For me, running is not my thing. And, right. and if, you know, I'm okay to maybe sign up for a 5k once or twice a year because it's for a cause and I can run, you know, three miles uh, or run walk or whatever it might be. But if it's not your thing and you're not going to do it, or you're not going to want to do it, and you're going to keep finding excuses, then you just got to keep looking for what that is. Yeah, no, that's perfect. I love it. And, and yeah, very much get finding what, you know, yeah, you know, we're big believers in strength training and things like that. But yeah, if, if that's not your jam, right. If you're more yoga or, you know, things like that, like, find what find what's going to be you know what you're going to enjoy doing or you know it's going to take you a few minutes but you're you're going to go okay I, you know i wasn't feeling it but in two minutes i'm good i'm ready to go you know yeah. things like that so and i think that's powerful because i think oftentimes people they think like oh you know in order to lose weight i've got to go run and they're like but i hate running and so then they just get frustrated because they think they have to run when yeah. they, they don't right you can find a ton of other activities to to, to be um you know uh, healthy. Absolutely. Um, I'll, I'll add one more thing before. Yeah, you yeah, yeah, please do. That's, um, I know um, for me, I do more than just the gym and, mm -hmm. um, and I feel like there, I know there are other, other members of Prodigy who do as well, where uh, they don't do six days at Prodigy. They do three days at Prodigy and then they go for a mountain bike ride yeah. or they go for runs on the other days. And I think that's great. Um, I, um, for me, I do, I, I, I think what's worked for me for, um, probably the main reason I have to admit that I do work out um, is to not gain weight. You know, it's, it's like, I want to maintain um, or lose weight. That's kind of always been my, my goal. Uh, I stayed at the same weight for decades and realized and knew that it was 10, 15 pounds more than I should be, but I was content to not go up and, you know, right. to maintain at that. Ironically, during the quarantine, I actually lost 10 pounds and have kept it off. And part of that was a challenge that Prodigy offered that was a combination of um, workouts and, and lots of other um, activities, including diet related activities. And, um, you know, it, and the fact that I'm not eating out, uh, I was eating out for lunch every day when I was going into the office. And um, even though it was uh, making choices at a, at a cafeteria versus a, a restaurant, um, it was still, um, you know, food that wasn't as good for me as what I'm preparing at home. Yeah. The other thing I wanted to add on is the um, um, social aspect of the yes. gym. Even though I'm attending virtually, and I've only think been in once um, since the quarantine, um, is that it's my social part mm -hmm. of my day, and so I don't want to miss that. Even though it's virtual, it is. I live alone, and I work. <laughs> I work, you know, at home. So I, um, I love that aspect of it too, and being able to work out with others. Yeah. And I think that's huge. Right. And I think, and I, I know you mentioned, uh, Laura previously, right. And she's yeah another, one of our, you know, kick-ass members who you guys will probably hear from soon. I'll, I'll real quick <laughs> as well, but, um, 
yeah, you know, I think the the social aspect of, of fitness is something that's huge. And I think that's one thing that we often talk about is, you know, yeah, we, we want to think that, which we believe, you know, we write, you know, the best programs and we help you get results, things like that. But truly the thing that keeps people coming back other than like the results and then feeling better and looking better thing is the friendships that they build, right? The, the idea that, you know, I've built this friendship to where Laura is expecting me to be there. Right. And I, I can't let her down. Right. You, you talk exactly. about that Catholic exactly. guilt, right? Like you can't, can't let her down. <laughs> and I think that if you can find someone um, or a group of people to, to work out with, it will help, you know, Absolutely. as far as like, you know, keeping you accountable and, you know, getting you going when you don't want to go, right. It's, it's cold and rainy right now and things like that. And, you know, um, it, I think having that, that support system, you know, is, is crucial as well. I what think knowing, does, knowing oh, how you're going to feel afterward also, oh, once, yeah. you get in, once you get in a routine and how proud you are of yourself after you've completed yeah. a workout and, and when there's the group uh, that all did it together, it's that sense of accomplishment as a group as well. So yeah, yeah. there's a lot of pros that, you know, just push through. And once you get to the end, you're like, wow, I really did that. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. One. Absolutely. And I, I, yeah, that we talk to people about that all the time. It's like, you know, it's, it's, you know, let's, let's take stock of how you're feeling after a workout. Right. Cause that's really important to like, yeah, you know, Hey, maybe going through the workout or getting to the gym, you didn't want to get here. Right. You were you're like, Oh, I'm dreading going, but you get there. It's a little bit of a struggle getting going, but once you get going, you're moving around, you're feeling good. You're interacting with everybody. And then when you leave, you're like, wow, like I feel really good. Like, like let's take stock of that feeling. Right. And let's, let's replicate that every single time. And I think that's, exactly. that's huge as well. Right. Um, so, yeah, so I know, like I said, I know you got a ton of stuff going on, but what does, um, and then this is a question that we've really talked a lot of our members about and, and um, like, like, what's your why? Like, what is, what is, what does your vision of success look like? Like, why are you, why are you working out? Like, you know, what does success look like to you? Ooh, that's, that's a good one. Um, I, I, I don't, I, I don't know how to put it succinctly. I'll just start talking and see what comes out. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think the initial, the initial why is the, is the, the main maintenance of the, the kind of the underlying why is main, maintaining my, my weight and my fitness, my, why I do that. Um, I want to keep dancing. I want to keep dancing for as long as I can. I don't want to say my age, but I'm way beyond the age of a, a performing professional dancer. And yet I'm still able to, to, um, to be involved and to, um, you know, I want to continue to choreograph and, you know, there's, there's potentially performance opportunities for an older dancer. Um, it's becoming more and more um, acceptable. Um, and I, I feel like I need to, I need to be able to do the things I want to do. And, and uh, the main one is dance and, and being fit helps me. I've seen it in the last 20 years that I actually am more fit than the 20 somethings in, in rehearsals, yeah. um, especially if there's some endurance related choreography and um, they don't do these kinds of workouts. So that says something uh, to the type, you know, the, to the types of training that, that is offered is that, um, you know, doing, doing the, full body functional types of training are um, are key to to any movement related lifestyle I also think that um, as you age you need to I sit in a chair all day I sit at a computer all day 
Um, so I also have a Fitbit and I go walking. And um, so um, I know that if I sit in the chair too long and I don't get up, it hurts and, and things yeah. are sore. And um, this type of workout that, that Prodigy offers is helps with uh, all of the motions that your body needs to be doing um, to counteract all that sitting that most most adults do. Um, so there's a lot of whys. I'd say yeah. I'd say that you know um, I also just want to be fit and I want to live longer. I, I want to live as long as I can. I've got some longevity on my dad's side of the family and some great uncles that live to almost a hundred and. Um, you know, I like, I like my life. So why not, why not prolong it? And I, I just under, have understood for my whole adult life that fitness is an absolute uh, requirement. Yeah, no. And I think that's crucial. And, and like I said, that's one thing that we've really focused on with our members this year is, is figuring out that why, because that, that gives you that kind of backbone of like, you know, literally, why are you continuing to come to the gym, right? Like I, I, you know, so knowing your why, and I think that would be a, a piece of advice that I would have for somebody um, is, you know, figure out what that is. Like, what is that, that underlying reason that you, you want to go running or feel like you need to go running or lifting weights or whatever it is, right. like finding that why right. will, will help keep you motivated, you know, to, especially, you know, when the days are dark and cold and rainy or, or, you know, Maybe your, 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 your social system, your buddies kind of canceled on you, but you're like, no, I still got to go do it. Right. Yeah. Because yep. I, I, why, yep. you know? um, yeah, I thought about that. I thought about um, saying something about finding your why I even made some notes to myself. And, and these were some of the things that came to mind on um, not only my reasons, but what other people's reasons might be, um, you know, yourself, your family, your health, your yeah. fitness, your happiness. Um, that extra piece of dessert or that <laughs> that cocktail that you had yeah. or want, want yeah. to have. Um, and I totally agree that you've got to have a reason and you got to keep it in the forefront. You got to keep that, um, you know, keep that there so that it's keeping you going and, and find your how also like that friend or that accountability yeah. partner, if you need one that will keep you, um, that keeps you making it happen. Yeah, no, awesome. Absolutely. No, I agree. The, the trick is to show up, right? And once right. you get yourself there, you're, you're going to do the workout. You're not going to, you know, stand right. on the sidelines and the coaches are going to help you. <laughs> They're going to help you um, to get through it and to do it at your own um, ability. Right. Yeah. And, and it's very much like, you know, like you said, right. It's, it's, it's the, the trick is that step one, right. Showing up. And then step two is, 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 you know, um, kind of being smart about it. Right. And not going, Hey, you know, I haven't done anything in four years. Let's go run a marathon today. Right. Let's, let's be smart exactly. about it. Like, let's exactly. take, you know, you know, baby steps and, and, and slowly progress and, and build on those steps and constantly kind of place little milestones for ourselves. So that way we're constantly seeing success because that's going to get us motivated. Right. Like you were, you had mentioned before, kind of that, that kind of the motivation by achievement, right? Like if I'm achieving these small goals that slowly are building on each other, right, I'm going to, I'm going to be more motivated to keep going so I can achieve that success, right, and, and feel that sense of accomplishment um, with it. But um, ultimately, yeah, I think, you know, taking that first step is, you know, just showing up or and, and just, right. you know, even if it's like, hey, you know, I'm going to just go for a walk, right, I'm going to lace my shoes, I don't care where I'm going, I don't know what I'm, I'm just going to set it, you know, set a clock for five, 10 minutes, I'm just going to go for a walk, right? Awesome. Like that. Another, another thing related to the weather and the cold and the winter and that kind of thing, I mentioned my Fitbit and I try to do um, about five to six miles a day. 
and the, the last week or so it's been rainy, it's been cold. And I, even though there's a couple of days I didn't go out yesterday, I didn't go outside at all, but yeah. I got my steps in. I just walked in the house yeah. and just, <laughs> just, so you can make it happen. I sure. mean, it, it, it's like the excuses are there uh, for the taking, but you've got to resist them and you got to make it happen. And, yeah, and no, absolutely. I think that's, and I think that's great advice, right? You, ultimately it's, 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 you're responsible for doing it. Right. And, and you gotta, yeah, you just gotta make it want, you know, if you want it bad enough, right. You gotta make it happen. Right. Um, awesome. Well, I, I appreciate this. This has been, this has been amazing. Um, so, but before we leave, you are our resident bookworm. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, you're always, <laughs> Andy's always reading a book. Her and I have shared multiple recommendations <laughs> back and forth. Um, give, give me one, one book recommendation, maybe, maybe like a personal development type book. And then maybe just like yeah. a fiction book. Okay. That okay. Well, I have a, a couple. So the, my favorite one that I just recently read was actually one that Andrew recommended. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of funny. And it was the third door. Yeah. Um, so he recommended that book uh, some time ago and I bought it and I, you know, I have hundreds of books literally on my bookshelves that I have yet to read. I love buying them as much as reading them. Um, and so I finally got around to the third door and um, along the lines of wanting, um, trying to figure out your why in life and knowing that, that, that it's kind of a, uh, a parable or it's a young man's story, true story um, about finding, he knew that his parents wanted him to be a doctor, but he didn't, uh, yeah. he realized as he was in college that he wasn't feeling it and yet he didn't know how to tell them because they were footing the bill <laughs> and ultimately he went on this journey to um to try to find out what made people successful yeah. and he interviewed a bunch of people and it's a really really great story um and I, I don't mean story as in fiction it's a really good true story about um, his journey, and you can easily um, translate it to your own journey about what it is that you want in your life and how are you going to go about getting it. So lots of life le lessons from some of the, um, the successful people that he interviewed. Um, another one that's still motivational, um, I'm not going to remember how to pronounce his last name, but Search Inside Yourself uh, was a book written by a guy that worked for Google um, I think he might still work for Google and he's like the chief um, mindfulness officer or something like that. And he does something along the lines of just helping people find their, um, uh, their reason, I guess, and, and to be uh, you know, motivational, positive people. Um, and, uh, and the search word had to do with Google and the fact that they're a search. Um, right. So it's like search inside yourself. And one of the, the, the things that stuck with me about that book was um, a lot along the lines of, um, of some of the issues that we have in the world right now with, um, with people in equity. And he said that when he walks along the street and he com comes, uh, uh, approaches someone that he doesn't know, he, ha he has taught himself to think, what can I do to make that person happy? And all I want to do is make other mm. people happy. And if we all had that mindset, um, the world would be, you know, a, a better place, and everybody would have, um, you know, have be uh, just be more more uh, get along better. 
And I don't yeah, know that I, I don't know that I have a non um, you know non motivational recommendation at this point. I, there's a lot of authors I like. I like I like mysteries and things like that, but um, and drama and, yeah. and so forth. But lots of motivational stuff for sure. Yeah, no, awesome. I appreciate that. And uh, yeah, so yeah, if you guys are listening to this or watching this video and you guys need a book recommendation, always uh, make sure to reach out to Sandy. She'll give you one for sure. <laughs> exactly. Join um, the awesome, gym Sandy, and I'll, I'll share. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely um but no i appreciate your time i appreciate you taking a few moments out of your day to, to sit with me and and, and talk, talk about your journey and give some advice for for those who are listening to this podcast um uh but uh but yeah hopefully you guys enjoyed this podcast if you guys as always have any questions don't hesitate to reach out um and we will or i will at least see you next week have a great Thank day guys thank you for listening to this episode of prodigies simply fit if you're a busy adult in the Tri-Valley and you're looking to lose weight, get stronger, and have more energy, we would love to help. If you're confused and overwhelmed with the amount of information regarding fitness and nutrition that's out there, we can simplify the process for you. Head over to our website at we-r-prodigy.com to get started today.